In a world where trust is shattered and darkness looms, one man's journey from betrayal to redemption will captivate your heart. Absolutely. Even if Absolutely. you don't take them. If you have a relative that is a Christian, yes. allow them to take the kids. I like that. Because yeah. it's like, you, you may not want Jesus, but... Thrown into a detention center, he grappled with the harsh reality of being imprisoned mentally and physically. At that moment, I told myself, I'm not going behind bars no more. Betrayed and deceived by the one he trusted most. So now we're about to enter into this part of your life where you're cheated on. It was rough for me. Bought teddy bears for her, flowers. And my heart just got squeezed and beat upon and crushed and stuck. In the depths of his despair, he questioned God's plan. I said, I said, you don't know what just happened to me, Meg. But amidst the darkness, a glimmer of hope emerged. He found solace in the teachings of a higher power. And in that moment, he discovered a new purpose. Out with the old. In with the new. In with the new. The Holy Spirit came inside of me. From being lost to salvation, this is the story of Nick. Coming soon, this summer on July 1st on YouTube and all podcast platforms. Welcome to the Call by God podcast with Adney Godin and myself, Nixon Sylvain. This show is about dialogues of biblical characters and testimonies of Christians who submitted to the will of God. Each week, we'll bring on one guest so that they can share their story of how they were called by God. I hope this show inspires you. Enjoy. Hello and welcome world to the Call by God podcast. I'm yours truly, Nixon Sylvain, and I'm here with Adney Godin. Sister Godin, how are you doing on this blessed, blessed day? Oh, Brother Nick, I am fabulous. I really, truly am excited, ecstatic, elated to be on this time side of life. Just grateful and thankful to God for his many rich, wonderful, and powerful blessings. How are you doing? Uh, same here, Sister Godin. I am blessed. Um, you know, God has truly, truly been good to me. Um, in my household, I don't know. I was talking to somebody the other day, um, and I was kind of—I was just sharing with them about a few things that was going on with me. And I said, "Man, I was just—I'm just so thankful to God that that He's walking with me and He's talking with me." And I said, "Like I was saying, I don't know how people live without God. I don't know how they live with a lack of hope, and because you know we're we're fragile as human beings, we go through stuff. And what do you tap into?" When, when you are weak and when you lack the hope. So I was just telling them, man, I'm just so thankful, man, to be to be, a, be a Christian and to, to be able to have that conversation with the creator, with the father, whereas I could just tap into that source, like the woman with the issue of blood and she just tapped into that source. So, so I'm just so thankful. But also, I'm also thankful for our listeners and our supporters. Um, we, you know, every time that I go on the website and or, or I get notification that, that someone left a review on our website. So I just want to thank all the fans, all the listeners, all the supporters for doing so. And and, and I'm going to give Adney this opportunity right now to, to read a review. Good morning again, world. Um, this review was on February 12th, 2021, and it says reality related. Um, God 
Call by God uh, podcast is meaningful because I re- I can relate to defining events discussed by real people with real life matters that God will judge when the trumpets sound. Very encouraging. And that stuck out to me because you don't realize how uh, relevant you are when you're you know on this podcast and you have people come on sharing their story. But we do understand that every testimony somebody could relate to. And when they said that, I was like, wow, this is powerful. Amen. And you know what, too, Adney, what I like about this podcast and sometimes I wish that the podcast was out before I was saved because listening to something like this, you know, if you're a Christian, it helps you draw closer to God. And if you're not, it makes you think about your purpose. Because remember, everybody has a purpose in God. It's, it's not God's will that any man should perish, but come to the knowledge of the truth. So if you are, if you feel that we're bringing any value to you, just continue to go on our website, calledbygodpodcast.com, and just you could continue to listen to the episodes. You could leave a, a review or um, you could uh, make a simple donation. It's called Call Buy Me a Coffee. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it because what that does for our, our uh, episodes and our podcast, it helps us to continue to bring great value because nothing here is for free. But where where our goal is to bring you this free content, and as long as you could you know be a blessing to us, um, so we could continue to push forward, we'll be we'll we'll have, we'll we'll receive it with open arms. So today is a, a, a awesome and a wonderful. I, I don't know all the uh, how to describe today, uh, especially as it relates to our guests. So I guess I, I'll pass it on to Addy. Maybe she could have all the the, the buzzwords and to, to express <laughs> how we feel on today. Well, I'm truly excited because today we have my mini me, my songbird. Like this girl right here, she's animated. She is. Um, the life of the party, <laughs> even if you wanted to have a bad time, she'll make sure that you smile. So I am so excited to um, introduce my very own uh, uh, mini-me, my daughter, Amanda Godin. Super excited to interview her today and, and have her share, especially with the young adults, like how God has called her. Yes, of course. Uh, good morning. My name is Amanda Godin. Um, I'm 27 years old. Born and raised in Miami, Florida, currently living in Dallas, Texas. Yes, I decided to move to Dallas, Texas on New Year's Day. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Well, welcome to the uh, show, uh, Sister Godin. And, you know, we're we're happy to to have you on here. So, um, and, and also just excited to have your mother um, as a co-host. So, yeah, so this is a young adult uh, special. And it's it's always good to hear from a different perspective of how an individual was called by God. So what our 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 podcast all you know aim to do is to bring content to individuals that are out there um, to to help them draw a better closer relationship with Christ. But for our guests, our guests, we want our guests to share their God given story. Number one, we are called a called out. We are the ecclesia. We are the church. God has called us from the darkness and have brought us into his marvelous light. So we give our guests the opportunity to share their story of how that God has called them from the darkness and into the marvelous light. And I'm interested uh, to hear your story 
because uh, I work with, with your mother and she's a powerful sister. So I want to hear how did your story unfold to becoming the woman of God that you are today. So I want you to take me back to your Genesis. Um, it means the beginning. Um, and I want to hear how God has called you. But before I want to hear it before God called you, what was your life like? Uh, to be honest, uh, I was really young. Um, when I got baptized, I think I was in the fifth grade. So like before then I was a kid, you know, like I doing kid things, you know, living life, not really, you know, not nothing to really worry about. Um, so that's kind of the genesis of it. All. I was, I was a little girl. Um, I do remember, uh, a little bit of, of the beginning. Like I, um, I think we grew up Catholic or something like that, or kind of Catholic. Like, you know, we did the, the ceremonies and stuff like that. Um, but there was a time where my, my cousin's um, dad uh, introduced us to the church and we were going uh, for a little bit and uh, fifth grade year. Yeah. I got baptized. Um, honestly, I got baptized because of my mom. <laughs> I got baptized uh, because of her. Um, you know, you, when you're young, you see your parents doing something that just looks so awesome. And you're like, okay, I want to be a part of that. Like that looks so cool. Cause you know, she's doing it of whatnot. So, um, that, that's when I got baptized. But as I got older and I started like, you know, studying for myself and I realized, I mean, I know I did the right thing, but for the wrong reasons. And, um, like I said, as getting older and, you know, studying for myself and eventually going to a Christian college that, you know, really opened the Bible for me. I was like, wow, like it's so much deeper than just, Hey, I'm just being saved because, you know, my mom did it or my parents did it. Like it's literally a walk that you have to walk on your own. Yes. You have the support of your friends and family, but this journey is, is for you. It's between you and God. So yeah, that's, that's my little snip. So I could recall back to when I was like five or six or seven, uh, where I used to think about heaven and hell, if that makes sense. So I used to say, you know what? Um, I don't want to go to hell because uh, what I've heard about it, what I've heard about it, that is hot. You know, so so, so that's why like they used to, they used to tell folks, hey, you know. Um, you know, hey, you got to get saved, man. If you want to go to heaven, man, with all the angels that way, God, that man, you you better you better obey the gospel. So I said that to say this: that when a person is ten or eleven years old, they have to have some kind of understanding of what they're doing. Like they, you, I'm sure, yeah, your mother probably played a part in it, but I'm sure there had to been some kind of spiritual connection as it relates to life and death. So I want to know, did you have that experience? Like, did you think about, yeah, I'm, yeah, I see my mom, them doing it. But at the same time, there is a heaven and there's a hell, like kind of like walk us through that process. Like what was your mindset as it relates to life and death in Jesus Christ? Um, so the congregation that we were attending, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, was Golden Heights in Fort Lauderdale. And the minister there was Dr. Washington. And woo, he was a powerful, powerful, powerful preacher. Um, so, yeah, I did make the connection with heaven and hell because, like, that that was his thing. Like, you don't get baptized, you, you're not going to make it. So, like, um, although, like, that was, like, I, I definitely made the connection with that. 
I was still kind of young, so I was like, I understand, but I still see my mom doing this too. So I, although there is a heaven and hell to, to be placed in, I want to make sure that I'm doing the right thing according to God's will because my mom was doing it, you know? So, um, yeah, I definitely remember, like, you know, listening to the sermons, and I was like, ooh, okay. I kind of understand what he's saying, not really. Because, you know, you're a child, so you're, you still kind of have, like, a childlike mindset. I still had a childlike mindset. Like, I was just, like, I was there because I know my mom was there. I was there for myself, but also for her as well. So it was kind of like a, like a, uh, like a tug of war with myself. <laughs> a tug of war because I'm, like, I, I kind of understand what he's saying, but I'm still a child. I still want to, you know, do childlike things. So I'm going to just say where I'm at. Um, so yeah, like I definitely understood what, where, you know, there's a heaven and a hell, but I also saw like, this is my mom. Like she's my role model. She's doing something that's good for her. So if I do the same thing, then I know I'm going to be on the right path regardless. So, and, and I'm sure you guys used to go to church, uh, every Sunday, uh, every Wednesday Bible study. I'm sure you, you did that, uh, when you got baptized. So, uh, what I want to ask you, um, so when did you start to take your walk seriously? I'm sure middle school is like, I'm just going to do what kids do. I, you know, I, I guess I'm just putting that out there, but only you could share that. Or um, high school, did you still have those Christian, be, like, did you have Christian friends? Did you have certain Christian behaviors? Did you hold yourself to a certain standard? Because we know how, how, how church or preachers or the word of God tell you to conduct yourself. So it's one thing to get baptized at, at fifth grade, but life goes on. You're going to transition to middle school. You're going to transition to high school. Did you hold that Christian-like standard while you was in middle school or high school? Um, middle school, I think it was a little struggle because of the school that I went to. <laughs> I went to Norland Middle. So I felt like that was something that you had to live up to. Like people were always hyping up Norland, like Norland is this, this, that. So, um, like at times I was like, okay, I need to make sure I'm doing what I have to do according to God. And then there was other times where I was like, well, my friends are doing this. So oh, it's going to be okay. Like I'm still young. Like I still got a life to live. I'm not tripping. So it, it was, it was kind of a, a battle in middle school because, um, yeah, like Norton was where is that, or that's where they made it seem. Um, but in high school, um, it was a little bit more serious in high school. Um, I actually bought, a friend, um, an old friend of mine to the body. Um, actually, I think it was three of them. So yeah, like in, in, in high school, like I was like, okay, this, this is another level. Like this is not middle school. Like this is like the prelude to adulthood. <clears throat> so I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's time to, it's time to take it a little bit more seriously. So, um, in high school, yeah, like I, I definitely like, I let people know, listen, I don't do X, Y, and Z. Um, this is my faith. This is what I'm doing according to God's will. Like, yeah, we, we're not playing any games. Of course, you know, I stumbled um, because that's just human nature. You're going to stumble. But um, for the most part of it, like, yeah, I, I, stood, I stood my ground with it. I definitely stood my ground with it. And what I like about your story is that so people has to have to understand that when a person get baptized, oftentimes you don't just take off like that. 
it's a process. Everything is a process. You know, you have to go through certain life experiences in order to appreciate God like, like you know, like how most people appreciate God. Like you may say, why, why does a person go hard for God like that? Well, maybe they have gone through stuff. But and, and there are some other cases where people who have never gone through something, it's just by just reading the word. Because it's the word that uh, put that, you know, brings that connection with humanity and God. Because once you start to read the word of God, you start to understand God more on a deeper level. So you already explained to us about your, your situation in, in uh, middle school and in high school. And what's interesting about your situation, you went to a Christian college. Yeah. So, so here, so, so, okay. So I know this is going to be good because here's a person. Okay. <laughs> that got baptized in fifth grade and in middle school, they was uh, on a fence in high school or here and there. Cause of course we all send and fall short of God's glory. And now to a Christian university, walk us through that experience as a Christian young lady. What was some of the pros and cons, the ministries? This is, you can have this floor right here. I'm going to drop my mic and it's all yours. Brother Nick, man, going to a Christian college definitely tested my faith. Okay. Woo. People do not tell you like what really goes on. They say, oh, it's a Christian college. Everything is good. Blah, blah, blah. Which for the most part, like I had some good moments. But ooh, when I tell you test of faith. Okay. Test of faith. Because first and foremost, I had never left Florida before. So I'm I'm in a Christian college in, in Terrell, Texas. Terrell is literally this rural city. Like, it's so country, so dirt road, like, kind of like in the middle of nowhere. You're like 30 miles from, like, from the main city, from Dallas. So you're kind of like, if you don't have a vehicle or anything, you're stuck on the school campus. Okay? Man, going back, going back, going back. Um, I definitely learned a lot as a Christian and as a human or like a, a, a non-Christian, if, if I could put it in that term, definitely like you definitely have to like have your own because although you're on a Christian campus, not everyone on the campus is Christian. So, and then a lot of people were struggling with their Christianity as well. So you being someone who, you know, you kind of come from a background where it's like, okay, I'm used to, you know, going to church Sunday, Wednesday, um, you know, being in ministries and stuff like that. Not everyone is like that. So it's like you kind of, y'all kind of rub off on each other a little bit as far as like your walk goes. um, Man, there were times where I I would have to like encourage people like, y'all, come on, we got to go to Bible study, like. We gotta, uh, we gotta do this. We gotta do that. And then there were other times I was like, I don't feel like going today. Like I'm grown. There's nobody watching over me, really. Like I'm gonna just stay in bed. Like that's how it was. So, man, brother Nick, do you really want to know the tea? Well, well, uh, okay. We don't have to go into the depths of things, but this is what I want to say. Um, Cause you know, one thing that I realize about God, cause yeah, you're right. We all sin and fall short of God's glory, mm-hmm. but it's, it, I, I want young adults to understand this. So 
when you start to read the word of God, and I'm sure when you went to a Christian college, you know, they there was some kind of education awareness or Bible studies about the word of God. Yeah. Because every time a word is it get puts out there, I'm sure you was like, Wow, you know, powerful word, it's a good lesson. I never knew that. I'm sure those were some lessons along the way. And and the thing about God is like the more and more you know, the more he holds you accountable. Mm-hmm. So, so the more and more you was getting into his word, the more and more he's holding sister Amanda accountable. So I want you to walk us through that, that process. Cause you know, as you were learning more about God's word, did you find yourself being less, um, I, I guess per se, um, like the world and finding yourself more in a position to do God's will, God's purpose in your life? Like kind of talk about that. As a young okay. adult, because it's because young adults struggle with this, like, because it's yeah. one thing, man, I, I don't want to read the word. But when you do get in the word, you get convicted. But at the same time, it's drawing you closer to God and it's checking you. Mm-hmm. So it's easy. people, young adults, you they could do and adults do it, too. You could do two things, because the more you put the word to the side, the more you're going to become like the world. That's just a mm-hmm. fact. Yeah. A person can't say they have a relationship with God and never read the Bible. You can't say a person can't say that. So so especially if the if you have access to the Bible, if you have right. access to the Bible. So so if you put the Bible to the side, it's like you're ready to, to a guy. Like, I don't want nothing to do with you, but I want to just pray to you when it's convenient to me. But it, it's one thing when you have the word and you're learning it, because, again, you went to a Christian college and, and, and I'm sure they taught you some stuff. Mm-hmm. Did it transform you in a sense or did you come out the same? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Thank you for making it midway through this episode. We want to take a moment to sincerely thank each and every one of you who have been supporting our show. Your encouragement and positive feedback mean the world to us. We want to continue to bring you inspiring and thought-provoking content each week, and that's where we need your help. We kindly ask you to support our podcast by clicking on the link provided in the description below. Your support will enable us to grow, reach a wider audience, and continue to produce the quality content you enjoy. We truly appreciate your support and value your contribution to the Call by God podcast. Together, let's inspire and uplift others in their faith journey. Thank you once again for your continued support, and we look forward to bringing you more enlightening episodes in the future. God bless. I definitely feel like it transformed me, um, especially because, like I was saying, like you have other Christians there as well. So we're all literally in the same boat, trying to find our way, trying to make sure that we're on the path that God has sent us on. So, um, yeah, like with the with the Bible classes, it was amazing Bible classes, but it was deeper than that because, like, on certain days, like we would all come together and be like, okay we're going to have a Bible study or, or okay, we're going to have, uh, we're going to do praise and, and worship or like, you know, just, just making sure that we all came together and making sure that we were studying God's word and singing praise to him and just giving our full, our full, full self to him. So in those moments, like I was like, okay, yes, like this is great. This, this is what I came here for. This is, I needed pretty much to, to fuel my spirituality. Like in those moments, it was, it was great. I loved it because I could feel myself, even if it wasn't like on those specific days where we had like um, little Bible studies and stuff like that. Like I saw myself 
sometimes in my room, like, you know, just sitting and praying or reading my word or going over some, some Bible notes that I took in class, you know, to, to just, you know, uh, enhance myself in the spiritual world. So yeah, like the going to a Christian school definitely, definitely, definitely have its perks, especially if you're not doing it by yourself. Because I feel like people tend to forget that we're still in college. You know, it's still a, it's still an experience in itself. But being in a Christian college and having other people who's trying to, you know, go on the same, trying to be on the same path as you're going, not necessarily like, you know, have the same end goal, but still trying to, you know, get there. Okay, so Amanda, you know your mama. I'm going to ask you these questions. I want you to be as honest and transparent as possible. As far as you going off to a Christian college, I know that there are some experiences that you shared with me. And this is something that I think our listeners, especially our young adults, need to understand. Your first heartbreak happened when you went off to Christian college. You smoked weed when you went off to Christian college, right? And you drank. I want you to share that. Like, how did that happen? How were you influenced into that? And then how did you bring yourself back out in the sense of, okay, you know what, God, this this is not pleasing to you. Because I remember getting that phone call and it said, oh, your daughter has been expelled because this and this and this happened. I'm like, girl, what are you doing on these people's campus? And then you, you know, you kind of broke it down for me. So share with the listeners, because sometimes people feel like, oh, you know, you go to the Christian college and it's going to be this amazing experience. We're just going to be God filled. We're going to be following God and never fall into any type of temptation or even just the growing pains of becoming an adult and your parents are not there monitoring you. So share that with us, please. Um. <laughs> So I wasn't expelled. I was suspended. <laughs> but, um, you know, honestly, with the, like, smoking and the drinking, um, I feel like that's kind of, like, to be honest with the smoking part, it's something that I've always wanted to try because I was like, what, what, what is this? Like, why everyone hyping this thing up? What is this all about? And um, I had a friend that was from Cali, and, you know, Cali is, you know, where, you know. So she was like, yeah, um, if you want to try, like, I'll let you try because, you know, I've been doing this since I was, like, in middle school, like, stuff like that. So I was like, okay, so she knows what she's doing. Um, I didn't feel pressured or anything like that because I've always wanted to try. And um, so she's like, yeah, so we tried it. To me, it was the best experience of my life. I was like, I've never done this before. Like, I, it was great for me at the time. Um I'm not thinking, you know, anything really of it because I'm like, well, it's not like I'm doing drugs quote-unquote or whatever this is something that grows in the ground blah 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 I tried to justify the fact that it's something it's a plant it's something that you know that was me and as far as the drinking goes um I didn't really like I I drank but I didn't really drink like that um it wasn't really my really my niche like I guess when we were all together that's when I would you know whatever but if I were like by myself or like it was nothing that called really called to me um but when I got suspended we were celebrating a friend's birthday who was also from California so you know all this stuff is being provided for you and it was just when you see people enjoying themselves you're like okay well I want to make sure I enjoy myself too I don't want to be like oh no I'm good like I'm not trying to I'm just here to you know support you blah blah Nah, I was like, all right, we all about to do this. We're doing this together and all that good stuff. Whew. Heartbreak, heartbreak. Um, 
yeah, that that's a little touchy. But um, it it was with someone who I thought like that I could see a future with, I guess, um, because I I loved what they stood for as far as their Christian background. Um, surprisingly, their mother was a Church of Christ and their dad was Baptist, so they kind of had like a a little dabble of of both Christian worlds per se. So like they they knew their word. They were they were pretty pretty strong in their word. Um, very family oriented. Um, so like yeah, that <laughs> that that was yeah. So I was like okay, like I, I I like what I'm seeing. I like what you what you stand for. Like it wasn't it wasn't fleshly. It was it was like spiritual, you know. And I yeah, and then. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just leave it at that. <laughs> I know, I know that's one. I know that one is a very touchy one for you. The reason I'm asking you to share this because a lot of young women they lose themselves in relationships. They lose themselves with you know. Okay, so here it is. I'm feeling this guy. Um, he's he has all the qualities that I would look for in a young man, and yeah. So I want to I want you to share the importance of purity, even in the in the mindset of okay, you're feeling this guy. I want you to share. Okay, okay. So you know your mom is going here. You're 27 years old and you are still a virgin, right? I, the people need to know, like, how do you stay in this, in this space, even with the process of, um, uh, going through that heartache? Because, you know, when your mom was growing up, I had you at 14. I was a 14 year old mama and you completely changed the game. You said, I'm not going to follow this footstep. I'm not going to do what my mother did. I am going to keep myself until God you know, provides my husband for me. So that's what I really want you to share because you go through heartache and you know, the one thing your mama would say, if, okay, he broke your heart, you go ahead and you break his because you know, that was my model back in the day, but that's not what you did. You did something completely different. So that's what I want you to share with our listeners because there is a young girl out there who is struggling with this right now. Yeah, um, I think the biggest thing was staying true to myself um, because I knew like, my mom's background and just kind of like her, her story growing up. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to have that for myself. Not to sound like, you know, it was just the worst thing, but like, I, you know, I I saw my mom like struggling and stuff like that. And I was like, I, if I can do anything in my power to make sure that I don't go through something like that, because that all in itself, that is heartbreaking. You know, like it's tough to be like, yeah, my mom, you know, she had me young and like, it's it's tough. It, it's really tough. So for me, I was like, I refuse to 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 like I guess turn back the hands of time or or like I can't think of a word like that uh, right now. But pretty much just like following in a in the in the same steps that you know, unfortunately, my mom was in. So even though I was talking to this guy or whatever, I always had in the back of my mind like <clears throat> my mom would not be proud of me if I were to do certain things always in the back of my mind so I prevented myself from doing a lot of stuff because I'm like what would my mom think what would God think of me in this moment right now so like I I just for any woman that's listening out there any young adult that's listening out there stay true to yourself 
whatever it is that you have to hold on to 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 remind you like okay this if i go further with this everything changes in my life everything can change whether it be good or bad if i go further with this in this moment this can change my future this can change the path that i'm on so yeah like i i was talking to him like he was cool or whatever whatever but always in the back of my mind i was like would this be okay? Like, what, how would this change my future? How would this, you know, like how, how, what, what, what in this moment can change if I continue to go down this path? Got to stay true to yourself. Amen. I, I, I like that. Stand true to yourself. And, and sister Amanda, I don't think a lot of people understand, and I'm coming from a, uh, from a male perspective on, um, Nine times out of 10, I would say 10 out of 10, but I'm giving some men the benefit of the doubt. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to say 9.5 times out of 10. When a dude, uh, especially a secular dude, and it could be a a godly man as well. Well, I'm going to give it a godly man the benefit of the doubt. But I'm just saying the world because that's what I experience in the world. So what I I experience in the world, 9.5 out of 10 men, when they look at a woman, they only want them for one thing. And, and that's why there's a high percentage of women that are uh, have baby fathers, baby fathers, because just that one act. And I think you said it could change your whole life forever. You know, it's just for that one moment. And, and that's a deception. You know, uh, God wants a woman and a man to be in covenant and to be married uh, together. But Satan says not so fast. Satan, he'll tell that young man or 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 man Get as much as you can. And he'll tell that woman, you don't have a value. Your dad was never in your life. So go ahead and do what you do. Right. But that's not the case. And and, I, and the reason why I brought that up, because, number one, I, I like the fact that you're keeping yourself until marriage. And I wanted to know, like, how does that affect you? Um, well, I would, number one, I want to hear, is your dad in your life? And if not, how is that affecting you? Um, so no, my dad is not in my life. Um, that's a story all in itself, but I think I kind of like use that to fuel me to stay true to myself because I know the type of man that my father is and I don't want that in, in my mate, you know? So with me, like, I I don't take no stuff. Like I, I feel like I could see people playing games from miles away. And I'm the type of person where it's like, okay, I, I don't have time for this. I'm not about to play with you. I shut it down in that moment. I shut it down. Unfortunately, in college, you know, I I wasn't re- I wasn't there yet. I wasn't really there yet. So like, you know, I, I played around or whatever a little bit. But after college, growing up, and really just like I said, staying true to yourself and just looking at the life experiences that I've been through and other people, I'm just like, no, I, I don't want that for myself. I don't. So I kind of use what people have been through when their stories to as a, as a guide for me. Cause I'm like, like you said, 9.5 out of 10, the guys, that's all they want is that. And I'm like, nah, we, we're not about to play this game. If that's what you want, that's cool for you, but that's not okay with me. So you can go and find somebody else who who's willing to play this game with you, but I'm not. I'm not with it. I'm not for it. So um, I honestly want to give a, a thumbs up to my, to my dad for not being in my life because my dad is not a good person, and I feel like if 
not like when you have people around you who are not good people that can kind of seep into you as well without you really knowing like unconsciously so in the people that you choose to be in your life they have a resemblance of who your father is or who whoever is in your life that's just not a good person and you don't even realize it until you, you take a step back and you're like oh snap like that person has some of the qualities that my father has or that my whoever has or you know so with that like I'm I'm really really grateful that I made the decision to keep him out of my life because I feel like it would not have been good for me in the end so it's interesting because um I and I and this is what I've noticed over the years especially when I was single and, and when I was in the world the the women that, that devalue themselves the most is because their daddies wasn't in, in their lives. So as a result, they just went out and did a lot of crazy stuff. Why? Because they didn't have that father figure to say, hey, hon, I love you or, or give them a hug or give them words of wisdom. So I want you to know, where did you get words of wisdom from? You know, because if a young lady is listening to this uh, episode, I want her to be able to tap into that source as well. So what's one advice or, or pretty much where did you get your, um, you know, encouragement or empowerment to keep yourself? That's one. And what is some encouragement that you could share with a young lady to keep yourself? Um, definitely for one, you got to stay in your word because temptation out there is real. Okay. It is real. Even to this day, it, 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 it's the world. It's meant to, to draw you in. You have to stay in your word and you have to have people behind you who are encouraging you to continue to stay on the path that you're on because at the end of the day, you cannot, you cannot walk this journey alone. Like you, you, need, you need people. <laughs> you need people who are like, you got this. You, you definitely got it. Not necessarily know what you're going through, but listen. I understand as far as like the world goes, because it, it's like a, a diamond and you want that diamond, but it's like, I can't because it's tainted. It's not good. It's, it's not good for me in the end. So one, definitely stay in your word, have people who are going, who are on the same journey as you. You have to have people because you have to have people to hold you accountable so you can be able to hold them accountable. We're a team. Like we, we doing this together. Our, all of our goals is to make it into heaven, but all of our paths are going to be different. Although our paths are different, the goal is the same, to get to heaven. And if I can do my part to make sure that you stay on your, your path and you do your part to make sure I stay on my path, then we're going somewhere. And also, my mom, she, 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 <laughs> that lady is, <laughs> she is so strong. She is so strong and she is, she's just so Man, I honestly, like, with all my friends, I love introducing my mom to my friends because I know, I just know, like, they're going to have an experience with her. They are definitely going to have an experience with her, and I know it's going to be something that's beneficial to them. So I'd be like, yeah, y'all can have her because she's going to give you all stuff that y'all need because she gave me stuff that I needed. And it's, it's, it's some good, powerful stuff, for sure, for sure. So, yeah, like, my father was not in my life. It it, do, it did suck because for a time it was like, I, I, I was kind of in a dark place because I'm like, why is it so hard to be a parent? You know, like you're supposed to be a parent. That was your job. But then I came to the realization that like, it's, it's deeper than just, you know, being a parent. Some people weren't taught that, you know, and I can't really blame him for not knowing how to be a dad. But 
my mom, solid rock right there. <laughs> um, I, I thank you, honey, because I felt like I failed you <laughs> as a mom. And I'm being so honest, I'm laughing, but I felt like, you know, there were things that I didn't, in, in, you know, impart on you, but I just hear you say that. I thank you so much. And yes, Brother Nick, she has given me several children that I did not give birth to. Like, they'll call me and be like, hey, you know, I was talking to your daughter and she said, you know, you would give me words of wisdom. And yes, that's something that God has graced me with, with the ability to share my life with them. And by the grace and mercy of God, I've been able to mentor many of her friends friends. And I'm just grateful and thankful that she, my daughter, is on a path of finding herself. Like when she left home December, I, I wasn't going to cry, <laughs> but I was grateful that she stepped out on faith and said, mom, I'm 27. It's time for me to live my life. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of young people have to understand when you're ready to say, mom, dad, I'm leaving your house. I'm going to be an adult and I'm going to step out. And I just thank you for doing and placing in me those, the words of wisdom that I needed. So that should shoot your wife. And I had this conversation. We admire Amanda. <laughs> shoot, she packed her bags and said, we out, I'm out. So Amanda, thank you so much for, you know, opening yourself up. I know it wasn't comfortable, but this is the first of many interviews. I'm being honest with you. I see that God's taking you to a place that that's far beyond your reach. Just trust him through that process. Well, Amanda, again, like as your mother alluded to, we want to thank you again for joining this show. It has blessed me. Uh, number one, um, I have a daughter and, and I just hope, trust and pray that my daughter become everything like you and to keep herself until marriage. And even for our listeners, I want you guys to understand that it is possible to be baptized at a, a younger age and it's possible to be transformed by the word of God. And it's also positive, possible to keep yourself until marriage. So young lady, keep yourself until marriage. Young man, keep yourself until marriage. You heard it from Sister Amanda that it can be possible. Until then, remember that God is King. Jesus Christ is the Lord of Lord and a King of Kings. Until then, be blessed. That's it for now. But before we go, please continue to listen, subscribe and share our podcast. Also, if you want to support our show, please scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and click on the link that says buy me a coffee. We would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And remember, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. And also Jesus Christ loves you. Thank you. Wait, there's more. What if today was your last day on earth? Would you be ready to meet your maker? Well, Jesus Christ has given us the good news. He told his disciples in Mark 16, 15, 16, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Jesus Christ has instructed his children to share and preach the gospel, which is the good news, which means that Jesus Christ came and that he was sacrificed. He was buried and he rose on the third day. By believing, 
And by repenting and confessing and being baptized, you will be saved. So it is your choice. Jesus Christ will not force you. You've heard the message. You've heard personal testimonies. But this is your opportunity to give your life to Christ. Don't wait until tomorrow because tomorrow is not promised. So I hope you submit to the will of God and give your soul to Christ. Be blessed.